Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hi, everybody. Oh my gosh, are you ready to talk about Zoom backgrounds? <laughs> I have to tell you, this is not something I ever thought about. Well, I thought about it like a little bit, but my stance on Zoom backgrounds has, have always been like pretty much like whatever, just make it work, show up, like it's all fine. Don't worry about it. And while that is, I think, a respectable position, you know, just get your face out there. People just want to see you, be with you. You know, I got, I started talking to my wonderful client, Carly Thornock, and it, she offered me some really amazing ideas to think about. And I was like, this has to get on the podcast. She is an expert in Zoom backgrounds, but also so much more. Please introduce yourself, Carly. <laughs> sure. It's such a pleasure to be here. Uh, so I am actually a researcher. So I came from academia and I studied how our environments affect families and affect the things that we do. Kind of like mind manipulation, behavioral control. Like that's what I was thinking when I got into my degree. Oh my, what I was the figure field? Out like what was the discipline? Marriage and family research. And I specialized in the home, like the house, your actual Wait, Is that like sociology house. or psychology or is it's it just its own like field? Social sciences, okay. family studies or environmental psychology. As I later figured out, that's kind of what my passion was. Oh, fascinating. But, uh, so fascinating. So this is like Disneyland stuff where you know that there's minds going behind the scenes that are like, if we paint this green, then people will think that they should buy a popsicle. And if we put you a parade this way, we'll go this way. So I came and if into we spray the out thinking, this scent, they're going to want, <laughs> yeah, they're going to buy thing. the sweet rolls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. So that's where I was thinking. I'm like, I'm going to create this house that every family is going to be amazing at. <laughs> and they're going to go and paint their walls this color and share bunk beds until they're 12. And then they can work on something else. Like there's going to be a formula. And I realized that there's no formula. Everything in our houses has to be filtered through our lens of mm -hmm. perception, right? Our thoughts. We know this. So I changed my track of my career. Now I'm a life coach. I help people design houses to help them optimize their goals. So this, if you're a life coach, this is like being true to yourself and marketing really well. If you're a mom, this is raising kids according to your specific value system. Whatever it is that drives you, I want to help you make your environment do that and help you, even okay. though we know I the magic is coming I probably need to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> now accepting clients. Yeah, it's awesome. And the coolest part is that our house, what we thought was a burden or something we used to beat ourselves up about, mm. uh, used to be insecure or used to put up walls against the world because we felt unsure, right? Inside of our own self, we can feel sure and then use our houses and our environments to spread that sureness and spread that love. So that's where Zoom comes in is, this is how we're doing business these days. This is how I talk with all of my clients. This is how I watch you, Simone, day after day on my laptop and your Zoom. And how what we have around us is gonna tell a story. So we just wanna be intentional with the stories that we're telling and make really great invitations that are even nonverbal. I love it. Can I just, I know that you have so much, so many interesting ideas to offer, but first I want to bring up what a lot of people have told me about their anxieties about 
Zoom backgrounds, a lot of people stress out that it doesn't look professional enough. I don't happen to have like a beautiful professionally set up office space. You know, I'm just working out of a corner of my cramped bedroom with da 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 da. And they have inadequacy and shame about it. And I would love for you to address that first. Yeah. Well, shame is going to be the killer of all love, I think. I feel like they can't really coexist. So it doesn't, it truly doesn't matter what your Zoom background is. Just like you were saying, you show up, you love your people and that's going to come through. And that's really what matters. And when you get to a place though, when you're thinking, oh, how might it be? How could this be fun? What could I maybe do to to make these nonverbal invitations a little more compelling? That's when we can start talking. So if you're, I mean, right now, truthfully, we just moved out to the desert. I just bought a ram in a storage shipping container that we drywalled. Like this, I'm in the middle of the desert in in America, in Utah. And my office is a little corner too, in like a shipping container. But when we make it ours and when we're like, this is me, this is how I'm showing up. I feel so good about it then anything you do can be used to love better. So I love that. So it does. it's not that you the background has to be fancy. It's not that it has to look professional. It just has to look like you. And when it looks like you, you're going to feel more like you. And you're going to be more at <laughs> right. ease. And you're, you know, it, it's not about what I'm hearing you say. It's not about meeting like an external standard. It's about creating a space that truly reflects your Eunice. Yes. It's like marketing. It's like everything you teach, which is why I totally love what you do. You call your people in. And so if people are looking for somebody who has like the hair quaffed all the time and the eyelashes and the spray tan and the whatever, like that's great if that's you. And the people who are attracted to that will go to that. And if your people are, we're showing up, we're moms, we're working, we're doing all the things. And this is me in my trueness and in my love. Here's what I've created for you. Here I am then that's going to call in your people too. So really, there's no wrong way to do it. We've got to get rid of the mistake phobia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay, so let's get right into it. I love what you said about nonverbal invitations. I think that's one of the things that really got me thinking like, wow, non- that's so interesting because the way, you know, if we're on a Zoom call, the way we use our bodies, the way we are face facial expressions talk. These are all nonverbal communication. And certainly the rest of what the other person can see, like your Zoom background, that's going to be, it's all going to be saying something without using words. So tell us, how do we make nonverbal invitations that are inviting to the right people? So first we want to start with your nervous system. Always comes back <laughs> to the nervous system because there's going to be people out there. I've met designers who are going to tell you like, this is how you set up a Zoom background. You have something mm-hmm. colorful, you have something blah, blah, blah. And there's a formula to it. But what I've found with my clients and with my research is that everybody has a different, what I call a stimulation set point. Oh. So this is, I imagine it like a teeter totter where on one side you have, I'm really bored. And on the other side I have, I'm overstimulated. And we all have a place on this teeter totter where there's balance. For some people, it's like a white room where there's nothing on the table, nothing behind, and they can focus. You can show up as the coach you want to be. You're not distracted by like little tinkery things on your desk. You need to just simplify, streamline, and that's what your clients need. Some of us have more like ADHD tendencies where it's helpful and expresses us more if we can have color and texture and props and things to use, and that draws our people to us. So we want to start with our own stimulation set point so that we set ourselves up to be comfortable in our own spaces and show up 
in our own safety. Wow. So are you saying that the first thing to check for is like, how do you feel in your space? Like, I love that. (laughs) It's like, that's totally, (laughs) that's always the first thing I ask about marketing too. It's like, am I doing it right? What should I do? I'm like, well, how do you feel in your marketing? And most people are like terrible. And I'm like, let's start there. (laughs) That's what we need to address first. So first your, your office space, your workspace is for you. And if you can't show up in your space, have it reflect back to you who you're becoming, where you've been, all of your successes, like all these fun things to help you get in this right mindset, this right thought pattern, then that's where we start for sure. Okay. Love it. Step one, your nervous system, you feeling comfortable and whatever is the right sort of point of balance between being super relaxed so you can fall asleep or being super overstimulated, like whatever that point is, you want to feel that in your space. Okay. Amazing. Second. Totally. Step two, I call this lean into curiosity. So this is like, what would happen if I put this big picture behind me? What would happen if I like decorated with yoga signs all over? What would happen if I hung a disco ball right here and you just experiment because you're not going to know until you try it. Just like marketing. So many things that are the same, right? You're not going to know. And you're also not going to know how your people respond to it. Mm -hmm. So you might put up the disco ball and they might be like, can you move that disco ball? I can't focus on what you're saying. They'll (laughs) give you feedback. But also we want to get curious and start experimenting, which leads to like step number three, which is how can you invite wonder? How can you invite questions? Like, why is that there? My mother-in-law in her house, I went down in her basement, first time over there, there's a huge stuffed bear in her basement. And I was like, what the, why is there a stuffed bear in your basement? And I ran upstairs and asked the question. And we want to invite our clients to engage with us further, to come deeper into our space, into our world by leaving a little bit of unanswered questions visually. Is it a little about. bit like like having conversation starters in your... Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, well, that's a conversation starter. It's like, what is that? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like when I first saw you, Simone, like you wore cool glasses and you were wearing some cool outfit. And I was like, she's interesting. I have no idea why she's doing this. And I need to know. I need to know right now. And so the same thing can go for our environment as well, where what's in your environment that's going to make people be like, whoa, that's not like the Pinterest Zoom background that we've all been taught to do. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. not a fiddly fig. (laughs) Okay. I have a question. I feel like A lot of people might hear that and have this thought, which is not true, but their brain might offer them the thought, well, I'm not that interesting. I don't have anything like, you know, like I'm just like a normal vanilla boring person. Everybody says that it's such a lie, but people think that about themselves. (laughs) Like nobody is a boring, normal vanilla. Everybody has, you know. I guess I already gave away what I think, but like, you know, if somebody's like, I, I don't know like what that would be around me. Like, I don't, can't think of any conversation starters. Like if somebody's believing that, what would you offer? All of my clients say this without a doubt. I go into their house and I'm like, let's make a gallery wall, get out your cool stuff. And they're like, I don't have anything cool. I'm just boring. The reason you're (sighs) boring is because you live in your own life. You're just bored by yourself. So you got to get interested in what you have. Go to the back of your closet get out some box from high school, like whatever it takes and then hold up everything and be like, what's the story of this? And is this what I want to tell? Mm -hmm. Is this a story that's part of me that I want to tell? And sometimes we're like, it's not pertinent, but if it's even a little bit intriguing, a little bit different, a little bit, I don't know, something that is part of you in any sort of way, even if it feels boring, put it up on a shelf, 
tack it to your wall. I love hanging up like rakes and seed packets and like random stuff, uniforms, <laughs> I tack them right to the wall. Like put stuff on your wall, your old t-shirt, your whatever it is, like put it on the wall and see what happens. A quote that you love, spray paint it on the wall. Take a weird approach to the things that are normal to you and see who that calls in because you want people in your space on your Zoom calls with you who are going to be like you and who are going to get you based on like the inside yeah. joke of your life. Totally. And if they don't get that or don't like that, they're not the right people and you want to go find people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I like my heart was about to burst when you were talking because this is about like play, you know, you really get to play and it's not that serious. And I just love like, it. you know, what I really appreciate about Disneyland, I was actually there pretty recently is that everywhere you go, you can tell, I mean, you can have like thoughts about like, okay, like super capitalist consumerism, like whatever, right. <laughs> I have a very nuanced view of Disneyland. Cause I also love Disney, da, 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 whatever. But, but I, what I really yes, appreciated was the amount of thought that went into every corner of anything that you could see to evoke a very particular experience. Like it take, took so much thoughtfulness and I was able to actually notice it for the first time because I hadn't been since I was a kid. And now I went as an adult. I'm like, wow, every part of this is so intentional. And I can, I can tell that there was somebody who really cared about, like, if you're a fan of Disney, you having a magical experience, right? You experiencing those emotions of like whimsy and magic and, and fun and dream dreaming and all of that. And of course, if you're not a fan of Disney, why would you even be there? So it's, it's, <laughs> it's sort of the same thing, like, like creating the space for, for whimsy and wonder and conversation and, it's an invitation into your world, right? If you have random seed packets and a uniform from high school, it's like somebody's going to be like, what is that? And I feel like it's an invitation into intimacy as well, which is one of my favorite things. You know, we're not just exchanging value based on like information. It's like, let's get to know each other deeper. Not like necessarily all the personal details, but like, I want to let you into my frequency and I want to know about your frequency. And coaching is very much about like working with that frequency, right? So totally I- well said. Love it so, so much. Okay. So hold on. Let me summarize the steps for me. One, nervous system. Nervous system. Get curious. And yep. then what was the last one that we talked about? I don't even remember. Experiment. This place. Experiment. Yeah. yeah. Experiment and decorate from this place and evolve your thoughts about Zoom from things have to be professional. This is my professional space. Like we use this word professional, yeah. but you just listed a whole bunch of other adjectives of how we can be feeling in our space. Wonder, curious. These are on my list too. Uh, conversation, symbolism, excitement, or any, any other emotion. Yeah. Besides professional. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And you already said this, but I think it's really important to stress again that it, what feels like you and what makes you feel at home and good is going to look so different from so many other people's. And I know that I, I've definitely beaten myself up in the past about people who had really like had a lot going on in their background and it was really beautiful and cool and interesting. And I, you know, I'm ADHD, but because I'm ADHD, I need a lot of like cool and zen and clean, right? And then I would use that against myself and think, oh, I'm so boring. I wish I had all these cool things to, to display like mm -hmm. other people. And I bet the opposite could work as well. Like you might be like, oh my gosh, I have all this clutter. I wish I could be that really zen person. But if you were like everybody else, if your version of aligned felt like somebody else's, then people wouldn't be able to have access to your unique magic, to your unique frequency which is what you totally. want people to hire you for. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so know who, where you are now, 
and know where you're hoping to become. Oh, tell us more about that. If you're starting out, go, go ahead. No, no, no. I just said before you mentioned about like, you want to put like clues in there about who you're becoming. And I I was like, oh, I want to hear more about that. Like putting, it's almost like inviting your future self or your future vision into that energetic space and how to do that. So let's talk about it. Oh, so good. Totally. Okay. So if you're a beginning life coach or if you're just somebody who's existing in the world in the present, all of us, right? And we have goals for the future. What does that girl want in her space? What is the girl who's making this X amount of money or who is contributing this way in the world? Like, what does she fill her soul with? What does she fill her space with? And like you said, we have tendencies that we help ourselves mitigate and balance using our external environment. So if you're one that's hyper uh, excited about all the things and you want a Zen space to help you focus, like that's what you step into. Who is it that you want to become? Where are you evolving? What will help you the best to become that? that goes into your space. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Do you have any examples of like what you've done with that? Like how? Oh yeah. Okay. So behind me right now, I have a picture on my wall and this is, I got it on a road trip with my family. We went into this cafe and they had this picture on the wall and I was like, I need this for our house. It's stunning. I gotta get a picture of it. Yeah. It's so fun. And my husband is like, we are in an RV a thousand miles away from our house and we are packed to the gills. Where are you going to put a picture? I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Pack it up. So we bought it. (laughs) And my spaces generally are like navy blues, reds a little bit, whites, like a little bit more calm, a little bit more like a mountainy vibes. I don't know, evergreens kind of style. And I bought this like crazy painting. And the reason that it stood out to me, it spoke to some part of my soul of its bright colors. It's like, pink and yellow and green and polka dot blue. And it spoke to this part of me that wants to be spontaneous and wants to have fun and wants to just like surprise people. Mm. So this is like the surprise painting. (laughs) And if you don't see the rest of my house or if you don't know me, you might not know that. But to me, every time I walk in here and I think like, be surprising, like what can you do today that might surprise people and get like a fun reaction or surprise yourself? I love it. It's like every item is like a prompt, right? Yeah, totally. I love. I call them trigger items, and often we talk about triggers as being like a bad thing. We're triggered into a positive trigger we don't like. Yeah, but like a positive trigger. Every time you see it, it reminds me who I want to become. And I do this around my house too. I feel like post its are awesome, and I use post its all the time too. But sometimes you just have too many post its. We got to start designing our stuff to reflect to us, and they're little like inside messages that no one else is gonna get. Like the like the penny in your shoe to remind you, just like a little quiet spoken whisper to help you. But you put a penny in your shoe. Well, some people do. I've heard of this. Like you want to remember something. You want to reframe your thought every time you feel the penny in your shoe. You're training your body to do something. Your brain to do something. Oh, okay. Do this like a string around the finger or the post-it note, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do this with the things in your office, within your home, and then when people know you and they know this about you they ask questions about it. So like my clients know this about my painting. They know this when they see my Zoom and then they are expecting like, what's she going to do next? She's working on being surprising. Is she going to deliver? What can I be surprising about in my house? So this is the translation of the value to the people who are receiving on the other end of your Zoom call. Ah, I just love it. It tingles (laughs) all over. This is the whole whole conversation is a mic drop. You are a mic mic drop. You as a person are a mic drop. The feeling's mutual. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Is there anything you want people to walk away with before we close the combo? I just want them to walk away with this idea, with this possibility that they can 
invite wonder that their whole life experience in the physical world can be a symbol of their story. And just like how all parts of great stories have ups and downs and adventure and fire swamps and romance and tragedy, like so do our lives. And we can reflect that in our spaces to invite people that intimacy quickly and without having to exchange so many words. It's just like it can work for us. It's on autopilot almost. And how much richer and meaningful and more human and beautiful and magical is that compared to like trying to curate an image of perfection and, you know, what will pass as like impressive and whatever the fuck, right? It's so, so boring, right? We like <laughs> have all seen all the magazines. We've all been on yeah. Instagram. We've all been on Pinterest and we're bored yeah. of seeing the same like kitchen with no people in it. Exactly. Where's the humanity? Like we want the office with the real person who's really going to help us with our problems and solve the world. Let's go. Yeah. It's like every time you hear my baby crying in the background of my podcast, <laughs> that's a part of yes. my story. <laughs> that is your story. And for all of us moms out there who hear that and we're like, oh, we can do this. My baby's yeah. crying too. And like, look at us taking time to be intentional as mothers. Yes. And a successful businesswoman in the world. Yeah. Cause like, I my, literally yeah. don't have a choice. Like I live in an apartment. There's nowhere for my baby to go. There's no room, nowhere for me to go. So it's just gotta happen. Sometimes it's like I record this podcast or I don't have my baby. It's like, it's, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I guess you could like rent a space down the road, like whatever. I don't know. You, there's always options. You can make it work however you want to have it work. But why would we choose to hide that part of ourselves? Exactly. Just to be perfect. Exactly. Perfect. Like whatever that means. Yeah, exactly. You know, like having, having a Zoom background, having a Zoom call where kids are allowed or where sometimes the internet is glitchy, where we can be human to one another. It's so powerful. And if we edit it out and smooth it over and Photoshop all the things, we just don't even know each other anymore. Ugh. That's why it's so important. Just hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Carly, you are a blessing. Obviously, everyone should go hire you. Where can they find you? Oh, I'm at intentionalhouse.com. You can find me at uh, Intentional House on Instagram as well, where we make lots of messes and reprogram our nervous systems and design things that we think are super beautiful. All right. That's the only kind of design I'm in, I'm interested in. Thank you so much for being here. Thank I you, can't you guys all watch for what I'm going to, what to do with my zoom backdrop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can just feel some changes coming. I had like 15 ideas just from, from this conversation. The and, magic is um, bubbling. <laughs> that's right. And it's going to have ripple effects. Like you're going to have more interesting zoom backgrounds. And it's going to affect your client's lives and on and on and on. All right. Amazing. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.